40 days and 40 nights later, New Zealand finally has a coalition deal and as a result, its first ever three-headed government. So what's actually been agreed to? Kia ora, this is a bonus episode of Newsable. I'm Aaron Darman coming to you direct from Parliament. And a short time ago, Christopher Luxon stood up next to his new political bedfellows, Axe David Seymour and New Zealand First's Winston Peters and laid out the ins and outs of this long-awaited agreement. The deal includes a bombshell co-op for Deputy Prime Minister with Winston Peters holding the role until May 2025 before Seymour takes over and Nicola Willis has been confirmed as Finance Minister, the Queen of the Coffers. In the room, as the three leaders lined up this morning, was Stuff's political editor Luke Malpass who joins us now. Kia ora Luke. Kia ora. Well, 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 the public have now finally seen all three leaders rubbing shoulders. Give us your vibe check. Well, it was fascinating, wasn't it? Winston Peters was there, grinning like a Cheshire cat, berating the media, saying, I'm back. Um, he was loving life. David Seymour was clearly thrilled with all the stuff that ACT have got. And Christopher Luxon, to be honest, looked a lot more um, relaxed. And, you know, he's large and in charge today. Two Deputy Prime Ministers. Winston Peters bristled at the suggestion he was sharing the role. Did you see that coming? I didn't. Uh, I thought that Winston Peters would probably uh, get it. In a way, it's probably an elegant enough solution. They're not co-deputies. They Basically, they both have a turn. And uh, Winston, obviously, is the most uh, experienced one. So he will sort of get things started and then halfway through the term hand over to Seymour. So, you know, we'll, we'll see how that goes. I don't see there being any particular kind of tension around that. Nationals' big, big promise was tax cuts. This deal basically has them not using foreign buyers to pay for it. So how are they going to get it over the line? Uh, They'll find some money. Politically, I was always very surprised with the way they structured it, which I always thought appeared to be more designed to neutralise attacks from Grant Robertson uh, than actually be a very good tax policy. They call it tax relief because it's not really tax cuts. It's a bit of bit of adjustments to some thresholds and then a bit of working families and some other subsidies. By the time of the next year's budget, they'll find money for it. Pages and pages of these coalition documents that we've got our hands on now. Is there anything that stands out for you or a couple of things? I think one of the most interesting things was... Uh, the treaty. So if you sort of say, you know, treaty co-governance, that kind of um, in broad terms, the direction that New Zealand has travelled in uh, with regards to uh, the treaty, putting it in legislation, having it in you know, case law, these sorts of things, for good or for ill, that, that's gone in one direction and it is actually going to turn around and probably go back in another direction now. Um, the principles of the treaty, um, part of the deal was that more or less they are going to be removed where they are in legislation and instead there will basically be bits in legislation saying here is what this piece of legislation means for treaty obligations. So it will it, it looks like more of a clarifying thing. But obviously there's a bit of culture wars in there as well that the principles of the treaty, I mean both ACT and New Zealand First sort of think that they've kind of been used both uh, in the public service and in the courts in a very unpredictable and unhelpful manner. So that's quite a fundamental change. In that press conference, David Seymour mentioned still his desire for a referendum on the treaty, but in this government makeup, will there be a referendum? No, I don't think so. So they have agreed to support it to select committee stage, so it'll pass the first reading, and then basically everyone's allowed to vote on it as they will on the National Party will vote against it. New Zealand First probably will, and obviously the Greens and Labour will. So we'll almost certainly not see a treaty referendum. 
Christopher Luxon was also asked about whether or not the policies of this new government will unite what all three leaders have called a divided New Zealand. What do you think? I think definitely there'll probably be a portion of Māoridom who are deeply unhappy with this and uncomfortable and feel attacked. I think that will be a thing. On a lot of the other issues, an awful lot of the deal is basically around trying to get the economy going. And so whether it's kind of Seymour's, uh, you know, getting rid of regulations and, you know, narrowing the reserve bank mandate, whether it's New Zealand's first's kind of money that they want to hose out around the regions, it's all actually relatively coherent in the fact that the focus will be on trying to kind of, you know, get the economy going to generate prosperity. Whether it does that or not is a, is a separate question. Where there are negotiations, there are winners. Is it Winston? I think there's co-winners. <laughs> and <laughs> and uh, I would say that it is David Seymour and Winston Peters. And I think they have both gotten a significant number of things for their parties that, that they wanted to. And the shade of this government uh, will be pretty solidly centre-right. I mean, I think probably this looks like it could end up being the most, basically the most right-wing government probably since the early 90s and possibly even the 80s. And do you feel like Christopher Luxon will come out of this genuinely hand-on-heart thinking this is the right deal for New Zealand? I think so. So from everything I've heard uh, and, and been told, the word that they used a lot today was robust. Been a lot of robust discussions, which, you know, basically arguments and debates over various policy, who gets what. We're, we're not going to do that. We're going to do this. But one cabinet minister put it to me and said it's actually been quite cathartic because it means that everyone's had a chance to have their thing, they've worked together, and it's something that everyone can live with. The structure of the deal is such that it has a real circular logic to it in that all of the parties had to agree to everyone else's things that were in the deal. And there's so much in there that there's far more in there that can be done in a term. And so I guess the thinking is that that will keep everyone kind of on track and all the parties will know what they're doing and so it will minimise conflict. Stuff Political Editor Luke Malpass, really appreciate your time. Thanks so much, Aaron. Thank you for listening to this bonus edition of Newsable. I'm Aaron Diamond. Stuff and Newsable will have everything you need to digest this news from all the latest details to in-depth analysis from the experts. So make sure to keep your eyes peeled on stuff.co.nz and keep your ears on your favourite podcast platform. Newsable. News that's worth talking about. If you liked it and reckon it's also worth supporting, please make a contribution at stuff.co.nz support.